This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership in the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford, and I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt, and we're going to be looking into some of the global leadership within SOM International. Uh, David, some of our global directors have been in town, and you guys have just gotten done with a, a conference. We're privileged to have with us uh, Russell Stendhal. He's the director of SOM Latin America. And we've all been watching these stories unfold from Latin America as a bi- Bibles and Christian materials have been uh, taken to these tribes, many of which have never heard the gospel before. We're seeing Bibles go into churches that are hungry for having God's Word. We're seeing the Bible translated into languages it's never been translated into before. There's a lot happening in Colombia and Venezuela. David, tell me more about what's just blowing you away about what's happening in uh, Latin America. There's so many things there. I mean, that's the nice thing, Mark. You mentioned at the conference we just had in Mexico together. I love it when Russell and I could teach and preach together and, be, um, and just spend time together because I get to hear more and more stories. And I was just truly enthralled uh, to, to he just got back from the border region between Venezuela and uh, Colombia and has some phenomenal stories. So, Russell, I'd like you to just talk about what God is doing there and transforming lives and being a a witness and an influence uh, for righteousness sake. Um, so share w- with us what's on your heart and what you see happening. Well, you know, in the areas where the darkness is um, so intense, uh, that's where you can more easily perceive the light of the Lord. The light of the Lord, you know, makes a bigger contrast, a bigger difference. So the Lord is working in all these areas where, you know, Venezuela, Colombia border is known to be one of the most dangerous borders in the world with all these different factions and the, you know, all kinds of different uh, trafficking going on of drugs and uh, minerals and uh, even humans and yet God is moving and there's tribal groups there's guerrilla uh, organizations there's paramilitary groups and uh, so the Lord has got us traveling through there and we have an old uh, Toyota Land Cruiser that's been fixed up and highly modified for off-road it's uh, hundreds and hundreds of kilometers where there's almost nothing and uh, we use these roads at, at a time of the year when most people wouldn't be using them. But it's our entrance into these areas through the back door. And then nobody even suspects that we're there. So um, anyway, we've been taking visitors of some of our you know, organizations that support us and taking them into some of these areas so that they can see firsthand. Because it makes all the difference in the world for them to be able to inspire their donors and their groups to be able to contribute, you know, Bibles from Venezuela, you know, help the indigenous groups where the gospel's booming. So I just got back from one of these trips that was kind of outstanding. Yeah. And that's what you're telling me about. Uh, Probably we don't have uh, all the time to get all the details you told me, but I'd love for you to share with the listening audience, the highlights of really how you saw the Lord intervene, give favor and distribute the word of God. Yeah, we got stopped several times by armed tribal groups, and both times uh, the, um, or, or you know, I guess more, more than both times, but all the times, you know, they recognized me from the movie that my daughters did called La Montaña, and so that's a big deal for them, and so they, you know, would be masked and armed and stopping traffic and blocking off the road, and and then when they recognized me, they'd take off their mask and want a picture uh, on one at uh, four in the morning. They were burning tires and it stopped the major highway and had traffic way backed up and weren't going to let anybody through. But um, they all wanted a picture with me. And then the, the chief handed me his chief's staff, which symbolized his authority for the picture. 
kind of um, recognizing that I had more authority than him. And uh, it just went like that. Every time something happened, it was always the Lord turning it and using it and uh, bringing great good out of it. We got stopped by paramilitary forces that were armed to the teeth, and they recognized me, and they all wanted Bibles and literature. And uh, so we gave it to them. Another town was full of guerrillas, and they were all open. And then uh, you can literally travel hundreds of miles without a gas station or a place to fix a fat tire or a place to buy a drink or even a glass of water or a bathroom or let alone, you know, ever see a, a policeman or a soldier. Yeah. I, I was really amazed by the pictures you showed me. I mean, here are some of the militant groups uh, that had stopped you with automatic rifles and pointing at you. And, and then you step out immediately in confidence and, you had some pretty wild-eyed passengers along that had never experienced that kind of um, danger, I think. And but great intercession for sure. And you were able to shake uh, the captain's hand, and then immediately that's when he recognized you from La Montaña, the movie. And all the masks come down, the barriers come down, the, the guns uh, uh, came down, and um, and that's and that's what you're talking about that you're just seeing on the frontier that the Lord seems to be bringing down the barriers of the heart, Russell, and they're receiving you. What is that leading of the Holy Spirit that has led you to, to walk in such authority? Well, I guess it's just the grace of God, but he set it up so that people know where I stand. And, and Jesus said, you know, when he sends someone forth, and if they're received, he's received. And if he's received, his Father who sent him is received. And so that's kind of the way it goes. You know, it, it doesn't need to be a religious first step for these people just the fact that they receive us gets god's foot in the door and he begins to work with them uh, russell uh, you sent us a picture of you and your red land cruiser uh broken down in a pool of mud in the middle of gorilla territory now what kind of thing is going through your mind when you are uh, broken down in the middle of a hostile place like that yeah um yeah i thought it was going to go through this little uh, thing but it, it was soft uh you know ground and uh, the four-wheel drive failed the the four-wheel drive the freewheel lock jammed halfway between and so we didn't have four-wheel drive so that's what happened but we were there and you know we couldn't get out easily we tried winching out but there's nothing solid to attach the winch to and um eventually a guy came by you know there's probably only like one car a gate on this road and the car came by and pulled us out and we made a friend out of him gave him some books and he left happy we left happy and continued on our way there's been so many stories that have come out where you guys have taken an opportunity like this, whether it's being stuck in the mud or being uh, stuck in jail or uh, having some kind of uh, you know, interaction with a hostile group that has turned into an opportunity for the gospel and for the gospel message to continue to go forward. People are, are getting saved. When we get back from our break, we'll hear more about what God is doing through Russell Stendhal and his ministry all through Colombia and Venezuela. We'll be right back. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. 
At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International, and I'm also online with Russell Stendhal. Russell Stendhal is the uh, director of SOM Latin America. And uh, David, as you've been listening to Russell, uh, I'm curious to know what kind of leadership principles do you think this points us to as followers of Christ? Yeah, well, as I've been able to be with Russell uh, in the border regions and red zones down there in Latin America, you know, I've seen that Russell truly in the maturity of Christ is a leader of leaders because he's led by the spirit of God. And that's the mature man of Christ. Um, and so I think, you know, I, I love hanging out with Russell because I, I gleaned so much. And Russell, one of the things about your story that really stepped, jumped out to me was how the chief of this this large region of many tribes that had great authority, he hands you the symbol of his authority. Um, and it reminded me of the story of Mechizedek and, and the whole argument in Hebrews how Abraham gave a tribute to the king of Melchizedek. I mean, Melchizedek, the king of Salem. And really, that shows the authority that you're walking in. Well, what represents that authority? And can you share with our listeners, how do they walk in that authority? And what does that really mean to you and what you think and, and how you see even connect to biblical pattern of Christ? Well, just so there's no misunderstanding, I'd like to preface my remarks by saying that um, under the U.S. Uh, Patriot Act legislation, it is not, it's been determined by our lawyers and accepted by the U.S. Justice Department that it is not illegal for us to evangelize people that may be on the terrorist list. So some of these groups may or may not be officially considered terrorists, but no matter who they are, what they are, um, it's not illegal to evangelize them. In fact, if they're not evangelized, they'll never turn. Their hearts will never change. And so we have to reach them where they are, like Jesus did when he invited himself sometimes into the uh, like home of the one of the worst guys in town named Zacchaeus in, in Jericho or uh, other situations, but he never left the people where they were. He always uh, brought them forward towards where God wanted to meet them. And so um, that that's that's what we want to do. We, we don't want to leave them where they are. We don't want to aid and abet anybody that's doing uh, damage to other people, but we want to see them come under the conviction of the Holy Spirit and change and so it's a character development that has to take place. Many of them are formidable leaders in their own, but this all needs to be transferred uh, to the gospel, like when God got a hold of Saul of Tarsus and turned him into the Apostle Paul. Yeah, but I, I guess I, I'm trying to even dig deeper a little bit with that situation. Again, I'm blessed with seeing the pictures. I was amazed. Uh, what do you think was in the chief that he saw in you to hand his stick to? Because obviously he's not doing that very often. No. To hand his stick and sim symbolism. So what did that chief see in you? Well, I think it started probably, you know, almost 60 years ago with my dad, you know, who's, you know, really did a lot for the different tribal groups. My dad's with the Lord now. And so they kind of transfer that all on to me. And I've had a long history of working with them. They, they know that, you know, we have a heart for them. They can tell that we love them. When they figure out who I am, it's it's for them. It's a it's like a legend coming true, and the Lord's got this all set up so that we can uh, go forward with the gospel. Now, the other thing that I, I really gather from you know your story and 
certainly Mark and I have talked about is just the dangers that, that you face. I mean, just the dangers of going to an area where there's no little, no help, you, you know, food supply. There's just, you're not going to get a tow truck out there kind of thing. Um, you know, you're going through, uh, you, you told me, and I, you saw it, show me pictures where you went through sinkholes as, you know, with water almost as, you know, as tall as the, the Jeep itself. And, and then, you, you know, you're facing this banditry and all those difficulties. You know, what is it in your wisdom and how God's led that you discern whether it's worth the risk in going in these areas or or not take the risk. I mean, what does that look like? How can you encourage other believers in really risk management? Well, we have to go with what God puts in our heart, you know, and there's times, you know, where the Lord will put a check in my spirit and I'll feel in my heart, you know, you know, something uh, need to not take this route, go some other way or, you know, or do, you know, something else. But when I have peace from God in my heart to go forward, then, you know, I always know that uh, the Lord's going to work it all out. You know, even if he doesn't, even if we get killed in a service, that's uh, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, God certainly protected you much uh, during the years. Uh, Russell, as it, we're getting near the end. Is there any specific prayers that you can you would really like the uh, listeners to be praying for? Well, you know, remember us in prayer when the Lord brings this to your mind. And, uh, you know, think about all these people out there. There are well-meaning, you know, seemingly well-meaning people that are doing things that aren't the right things for them to be doing. And God wants to turn them around and uh, bring them uh, into his kingdom and, and use them for his glory after he changes their hearts. Well, if you are also in a position where there are people around you who don't know Jesus and you want to become a better leader, you want to receive encouragement as you are living out your faith in front of those who don't know Jesus, we want to encourage you to be a part of the SOM family by subscribing to our newsletter. Our newsletter is um, full color. It comes out every month and it has stories from the front line, from those who are serving and risking it all for the gospel. Uh, every month, something comes out from Russell's ministry, and you get to see pictures of what's uh, going on in Latin America. You see Bibles as they get delivered. You can be encouraged in that way, see leaders who are getting the resources that they need, and you can be a part of that. Every person we talk to who is risking much for Jesus says exactly what Russell just said, that they covet your prayers. And this is one way that you know exactly what to pray for all the time. If you have questions for us, we'd love to answer those questions on the program. You can contact us at www.atriskradio.com. And lastly, At Risk Radio and SOM International are funded by you. We're supported as you sign up to be a monthly donor, as you donate towards those who are uh, risking much for Jesus as you buy books or you donate towards books in our bookstore. Also, that's a way that you can support our ministry and those who are risking much for Jesus. You can visit the SOM bookstore at www.spiritofmartyrdom.com. And Russell, you have a book or two in our bookstore. What's the latest thing that you've written? Okay, the last one that's out of mine is called uh, The Promise of Our Father, mm. and it's about the Holy Spirit. Well, there's uh, lots and lots of titles from Russell Stendhal sitting in our bookstore, and we'd encourage you to go there. And until next time, my name is Mark Stafford, and this has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.